I feel like with all of them, we just usually just start recording and get into it. Yeah. Bonus. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's, it's like when you jump off the map in uh, Mario, and then like you don't even know you're at, but you're still collecting coins. <laughs> you see the sound? You know, yeah. You're going awesome. through. Is it jumping below or jumping above? Isn't it mostly jumping above? I think it's jumping above, yeah. Yeah. Was there any below you... parts in Mario? Maybe not. You know, it's been it's been it's been a long. I'm like that's more Castlevania, right? Yeah. You kneel down and you're like, oh, there's a bottom area. <laughs> oh, man. How do I get and, down Well, there? let's not talk about Castlevania 2. I was about, <laughs> about to say, are we, are we jumping straight into the Castlevania talk? <laughs> like, oh, man. <laughs> now, speaking um, of which, like, what, what are you playing right now? Um, I'm a little behind on the newer games. I finally finished Resident Evil 2, which remake? was oh, the, the awesome. Yes. It is a great remake. I was, um, that game was so badass. Yeah. I really enjoyed Like, Resident Evil 2 was the only Resident Evil I actually really liked. I wasn't huge into the Resident Evil series. So I was pretty happy to see they remade two. I do have some complaints about it, but before I get into that, like you know, you talk about it. Um, <laughs> um, it's a whole new game. Like I went in thinking, like, oh, dude, I mastered the original one. I got this. Oh, dude, that <laughs> game is crazy. Had me yeah. jump in, <laughs> but it was it's awesome. Like I loved it. It was like playing a whole new game. Like, yeah, yeah. I really nice. enjoyed. Uh, did, did you get to play it on Distro? Or? So I have it. I have it downloaded. I have not had a chance to start it. Oh. I, I told myself I was going to get myself through one and then play two, you know? Hmm. But then I was just like, hmm. I forget, I forget what game took my attention <laughs> off of it, you know? It's there, though. I hear, like, I hear nothing but good things about it. Yeah, there was a few games coming out around the same time. I think I played them, too. Like, I went through Resident Evil 2 fairly I think it was, quickly. Was, was it God of War that came out around that time? Or no? It might have been. One, some one, of the, one of those games or something. Yeah, it was one of the bigger games. Mm-hmm. Was it Spider-Man? It might have been Spider-Man. Let's go with two. Yeah. I don't remember. Um, yeah, but I hear nothing but good things about the Resident oh, yeah. Evil 2 remake. I mean, I actually got the, uh, I actually played on Hardcore and got the S Plus rank. Oh, nice. That's, that's when, that, that's, you know, it's good when I yeah. do, when I go through the trouble of doing that. Um, but my complaints are, number one, stabbing a zombie with your knife and then having to get it back. <laughs> like, why do you let go of the knife? And if you, even if you stab them, why can't you grab it back while they're stunned? Like, grab it like why why is that not an option you know and then you have to wait for them to drop on the floor it's like okay cool and then you pick it up it's like what the, why yeah. like why did you wait so long to grab it back i understand you know part of mechanics i guess but it's just it's annoying it's inconvenient right? yeah i mean it's inconvenient but it's also really annoying it's, it's also illogical you know it's just like if i stab some zombie in real life i will try to get that knife back after right afterwards i'm not i'm not waiting for him to drop on the floor just like pick it up and stab the next zombie coming at me so you're saying you would just like you would stab in and pull out you know yeah like exactly. let it go at all you would just yeah well like stab in and pull out would be the most logical way of doing it you wouldn't be like um, oh you're like yeah. with the knife you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know but yeah i mean even if you were waiting for it to get stunned because you know i can see you stab it and push it and maybe it's stunned then you can just grab it back like I mean, st- like stabbing and then you know grabbing it yeah, back would just be just don't let go of the knife. Yeah, would be the you're most right? logical sense, but Hope because they're because they're already <laughs> Come on, because since you're already you know slashing the knife, I guess that's why they don't let you do that. But at least that you grab it back right away, you know. Um, that's a minor complaint. My biggest complaint is actually the A B scenarios. Have you ever, you played the original Resident Evil yeah. too, right? You know how when you let's say you play you know Leon A and then Claire B. But if you play Claire A, Claire A does not really play like Claire B because there's different dialogues, you'll meet different, you know, or you meet people at a different interval in the game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, diff- different things happen because you play Leon A. And then vice versa, when you play, you know, Claire A and you play Leon B, 
Leon B does not play at all like Leon A. Uh, you meet Ada at different you know times. You yeah. have different conversations, mm-hmm. different dialogue. In the Resident Evil Two remake, other than the intro, you know where you start. You start off a little bit later into the the story. You start at a different part, and all the item layouts are different. But from then on, it's the exact same thing. Yeah, like I, you I play, that too. Yeah, you play Leon A and you play Leon B. And same. it's the exact same. same. The story follows the exact same thing. There's no change in dialogue. Everything's the same. And it's just like... <laughs> like yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. That wasn't a big thrill either. I was like, oh. Like, you feel like you're playing it again. Exactly. It's just like, oh, dude. Yeah. It's just different mm-hmm. weapon layouts. You have technically different access to different weapons. Like, you obviously, you don't have the same weapons as you do in Leon A. You know, but... It's still, still like, kind of like hmm. yeah yeah and most of the puzzles are still the same and exactly and it's like, <laughs> so it okay. makes it easier yeah. to run through because it's just like oh it's the same no surprise story. yeah yeah so you play it once you're good second time you notice that you're like uh, okay well but uh, just do it for the achievements at this point yeah no yeah. do it for the achievements the, the the platinum yeah I uh, I got my revenge on that game though after I got the did the hardcore S plus run I was like man only because I think you had to do three or less saves. For the hardcore, okay. On top of this, <laughs> on top of the time, I think it's two and a half hours for if you're a scenario. Mm-hmm. It has to be less than two and a half hours, and it has to be under three saves. Wow. So, um, still, even though you kind of know where everything is, you try to you know cut down your time as much as you can, and then at the same time, it's like nerve wracking because I'm an RPG person. I want to save all the time. Yeah. <laughs> to be like, okay, you only get two saves. It's like, your instinct. I gotta save. I gotta save. Yeah. He's like, ah, I can't pass this. Day. I mean, I can, I can get away with not saving here, and yeah. You're right. But uh, yeah, then I went back and I was like, okay, I got my infinite rocket launcher. I'm freaking going. <laughs> I'm gonna go on assist mode and just destroy everything. Yeah, right. And just destroy everything. <laughs> it's like, oh, liquor. Get the heck out of here. Oh, Mr. X. Oh no, X gonna give it to me? No, I'm gonna give it to you. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh yeah, and then the Gatling gun, man. Yeah, dude. I actually, I would say. Rocket launcher before Gatling gun. I don't know. If, did you get any of that? Yeah. Well, I haven't got the Infinity ones. Oh, yet, okay. But, yeah, so, you, you know, you get them in the game. Because the Gatling gun, you you know, you um basically can infinite stun Mister X. The oh, only problem yeah. is that it takes a while to like fire up. So like on normal enemies, sometimes it can get to you faster. So it's like I prefer just having the rocket launcher. Yeah. It's just quicker. Yeah. Right. Just to the point. Yeah. Bam. It's just that it has the AOE. So if they're right in front of you. <laughs> But on assist mode, you know, you're yeah, not going to yeah, die right? anytime soon. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Resident, so, I'm sorry. You were saying you just recently beat it? Resident yeah. Actually, I just, I just got that game and um, I'm going to start um, Days Gone. Nice. Oh, I've been nice. wanting to play that game for a while and I finally picked it up. I, it looked cool. I remember seeing it a while back when they first announced it. It took forever to come out, too. Yeah. And I think they were really it pushed, working it pushed on back it. back yeah. like a few times, yeah. That, that's my next game besides um, Link's Awakening. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say you're a big Legend of Zelda fan. Yeah, I gotta get that. So and mm-hmm. so are you. Oh yeah. So you, you seen like the new screenshots and stuff? It looks beautiful. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I was just like, it oh man, so awesome. Link's Awakening. Do you guys know the history of Link's Awakening? Mm-hmm. I remember playing it. It was on Game Boy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Well, I mean, like, like the whole history and the creation. Like it's the only one where Shigeru Miyamoto didn't work on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, see that I didn't. Know. Yeah, yeah, because didn't uh, know. originally I forgot who it was, but uh, he wanted to do a lot of ideas with a link to the past, but Miyamoto was just like, no. And it was just, you know, I know it's fine because Link to the Past was great. It's my favorite Zelda, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, with Link's Awakening being very close second. But, uh, like, he wanted to do something like, you know, if you were to use the arrow and the bombs together, you could shoot a bomb arrow. 
But Miyamoto was just like, I don't want him to not have to match his sword in hand. But that's what you can do in Link's Awakening. You can, if you equip mm-hmm. the bomb and the bow and arrow, you can shoot bomb yeah, arrows. Shoot yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there was just a lot of implemented ideas that they didn't use for Link's Awakening. When, uh, I guess he stumbled onto somebody who was, like, just doing a prototype for a Game Boy game. Just messing around. And eventually it just became Link's Awakening. Wow. Yeah. Like, they pitched it and Miyamoto's like, oh, this looks good. And he, he actually became, like, a playtester for it. So, yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah. So Link's Awakening is really cool in that, and that's why it has a very really different setting than all the other Legend of Zeldas. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. That's, that's pretty cool. See, that one looks cool. I like, I like that little. I like their art style. They keep it consistent, but change it, yeah. like, tweak it all like all the time. You know, especially yeah. make, reimagining like a like a Game Boy game. You know, I always love those top down Zeldas for sure. Yeah, too, you know, like, it's like the classic style, Zelda you know? yeah. style. Classic Zelda style. It's all super cool. I just remember playing it. I thought it was weird because because uh, uh, back when I was playing on the Game Boy and. Uh, I was like, there's a lot of characters from Zelda that are from other games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And I was surprised to see that. I was like, and it initially it didn't, like, you know, like, it didn't hit me right away because I saw, like, I think what they called it, the, was it Garchomp? No, that's, I think that's a Pokemon. No, Chain Chomp. Yeah, Chain Chomp. Chain Chomp, yeah. And, like, it didn't hit me right away. I'm like, this is not from Zelda. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, this is not a Zelda. <laughs> Yoshi doll like, in there, too? Yeah. Yoshi? I think it was, like, four times that I encountered the chain chomp before. I'm just like, wait, this is a Mario thing. <laughs> What's it doing in here? Oh, man. Yeah, that's super cool. Did you did you play the Cadence of Hyrule game? The, yes. the rhythm game? Yeah, that one was yeah, fun. Yeah, that one was yeah. tight, too. Like, I didn't, I didn't expect it, like, to be that enjoyable until, like, I knew I was going to like it. I knew it was going to be fun. <laughs> but it was just, like, it was delightful. <laughs> yeah, dude. Playing it was kind of just like, oh, yeah. Like, just thinking, like, oh, cool, it's Zelda, I'll give it a mm-hmm. shot. Like, no, it's, it's tight. Yeah, they did a good job with the music, for sure. You know, kind of incorporating that rhythm factor, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like, how, how, how awesome the music is in Zelda 2. You're just like, this is yeah, really fun. Yeah, the same reason why I got the, the older game, that Final Fantasy theater rhythm. Oh, oh right. one, yeah. yeah. See, they're fun. That was a I fun love game, those music, yeah? too, yeah. just playing through it. They need to make one for Chrono Trigger, though. I saw what you got, your your box set of the... The orchestra? Yeah, yeah that's dude, tight. That's super nice. That's, that's the one game where, like, I've listened on Pandora, like, the mini-bosses station. Whenever um, Chrono Trigger music comes on, it's like, oh, shit. It's classic. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's one of my favorite games, too. That was a tight set you got. Yeah. <laughs> I got a whole bunch of Chrono Trigger crap. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, and I have a soft spot in my heart for rhythm games, too, you know? Yeah, they're, they're fun. Yeah. I play all the, I, not all of them, but I have a good amount of the Project Diva games. Oh, yeah, see? Yeah, they're fun games. Like, mm-hmm. I played them back when the PSP had to import them. They were fun. Yeah, um, that's good stuff. Well, going back to uh, Days Gone, did you, have you ever played the Siphon Filter games? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those are classics. Yeah. They're, they're re- they reference Siphon Filter quite a bit. Really? Um, because they're, I think it's the same developers. Um, and uh, I don't think uh, a lot of people theorize that it's within the same universe. I don't know because I haven't played it, oh, but there are references to Siphon Filters, like direct character references, even like they like in documents or something. Oh, wow. You'll have to tell me about it when okay. you get there. <laughs> See who, who's making uh, Days Gone or who made it rather? I don't remember. Like, do, do you know the company yeah, that made it? I didn't know who they were, so I was just like, oh, the so game say, it's cool. not it's not Quicksilver, is it? Or is it Quicksilver? I don't remember to be honest. Huh? Um, it's not. Is it the people that that did Dead Island at all or no? I don't think so. No. 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 Okay. No. So it will be. Well, we guess I want to guess we're gonna find out. Let's take a look. <laughs> yeah, right. And I was like, let me find out. But that was a game that was on my radar too because of the mechanics that they had going on, like kind of like that engine they had for like the actual like uh, zombie movement. Yeah. And how everything looked really, really uh, kind of like it looked smooth and it looked like everything was kind of gonna come at you at once. Exactly. You know? Yeah, it looked chaotic but smooth. Uh, S I E Ben Studio. 
That's like part of, Ben Studio. Part of Ben Studio is part of uh, Sony. No, no offense to Ben Studio, but who the hell are they? <laughs> They're best known for making the Siphon Filter series. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> okay, no, there you go. Yeah. That's literally what it is. Uh, formerly, <laughs> it did it. It did it. I guess. So they haven't made anything recently. No, I guess not. It's not a. Is it a PS4 or, exclusive? Days it's not? a no, it's exclusive. Yeah, yeah oh, okay. it is. Yeah. It's a PS4 exclusive. Yeah. Huh. Um, was there any games you were looking forward to, like recently announced, like from the Nintendo Direct or anything, or? Um. No, I haven't really looked at any of the other ones besides the <laughs> Zelda game. That's yeah, cool. right. There's the new Animal Crossing coming out. Oh, that's right. Dude, there's, I haven't played uh, Animal Crossing since. Since GameStop days, actually. Yeah, right. Oh. Like, yes, I remember. Like, it's always just like, oh man, like Animal Everyone's Crossing's like my second Animal job. Crossing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, that's it was a lot of work. Everyone, everyone's hyped on that Animal Crossing. I've never, it's never been my kind of series. You know what I'm surprised well, I haven't I announced yet <laughs> is a Fantasy Life Two. Yes, you know, the, I think there is one in Japan, you know, or something of the sort. But yeah, like, I don't know why they haven't shit. done that out here yet. Man, you know, it's a well in America too. What I'm hoping for is Fatal Frame Four and Five. Well, I don't know. Technically, mm. they don't call it four and five, but technically they are though, because four was never released in the U.S. It was just Japan exclusive, oh, wow. or not Japan exclusive. It just never made it out of Japan. And then five made it digitally to U.S. And then there was like a physical edition in Europe. Okay. But it's like we should get that from the Switch, you know? And then they can do one, two, and three as well. That'd be legit. Yeah, yeah that'd be that'd pretty. Be nice. I haven't heard Fatal Frame in a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good old Fatal Frame. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be awesome. there's, there's a lot there's a lot of games I'm surprised I haven't brought over to at least a Switch like Super Mario Sunshine you know yeah like that, <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be sweet yeah. it's just the basics you know what I mean honestly where is the Wario game oh like, dude where, where, where are the Wario games oh those they micro t- games I mean they, those they Mario where there's those ones but do you remember the actual Wario Land like, yeah there was, oh, Wario yeah. Land. Yeah. There was yeah. one for uh, GameCube that got terrible reviews but I liked it hmm. you know like I actually really liked that one Wario World it was Wario World something it was on GameCube yeah it was the one where it's like split. There's like four different worlds you have to go to, and I forget who the fuck you fight at the end. But hmm. it was it was pretty good. It was a pretty good game. I liked it. And then um, yeah, he hasn't had his own game in a while. Yeah, trying to... they can do a Wario collection, Wario War, Wario Wear, smooth moves, and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't done the Metroid Prime trilogy. Guess what everybody right? wants, you know? Yeah, everyone wants the Metroid Prime trilogy on the <laughs> Switch, you know? Cause that'd be sweet. I would say when it comes to collections, though, I was really, really, really excited for Mega Man Zero collection. Oh, no, nice. And ZX. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. but I side story for ZX. Unless they're continuing ZX, I'm not as interested as the Zero collection. Um, I don't know if you guys ever played that one, but that was my favorite Mega Man series. Yeah. yeah. Like... Like, the story was strong, the gameplay was good, um, and it got better as it progressed with 4 being kind of like a a little more divisive when it came to the gameplay but my biggest complaint like playing through the Mar- the Mario uh, Mega Man X games was that they were not consistent with the story and that really 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 bugged me I'm just like okay this game end of this game kind of hinted at this but none of that happened at all he didn't play out, yeah, right? <laughs> at all and he's just like okay well I guess they're going a different direction and it's like oh well I guess this one's going a different direction but they kept bringing back Zero they kept, yeah, right. kept like, bringing oh, back Zero he was the constant. That's yeah. It, though, just zero. And, you know, I, it's, I can kind of understand from Keiji Inafune's uh, perspective because he was supposed to be the main character of Mega Man X, but he was too different. So they had to introduce X. Mm-hmm. So I guess they kind of want to do him more. Like, they keep wanting to bring him back. It's like, he's he's my dude. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's, him, you know? he's my dude. Stop killing him off. Like, 
Um, but Zero, Zero Story is, I think Mega Man Zero Story is like really strong. It was fairly consistent. It always kept you wanting to play it. And uh, it was funny because 3, Mega Man Zero 3 was supposed to be the last one. But like fans were so adamant on getting another game that they're like, okay, here's 4. By the way, <laughs> this is a definitive end. And <laughs> That's it. you can no tell... Like, you can't argue it because when you get to the end, you're like, oh, shoot. Like, you can't continue this. <laughs> this really is the end game. Like, oh, it's like, oh, you can't ask us to make another one because you saw how it ended. <laughs> you're right, this is done. Yeah. But, yeah, um, they had the uh, import uh, collector's edition. Or I should say Japan exclusive collector's edition. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, it comes with the, the Zero Bust. I don't know if you've seen it. It's like mm-hmm. a five-inch thing. Um, but it's like half-face. It's a zero from the zero collection and zero from ZX. You're like, okay, oh, that's nice. freaking sweet. Like, I don't care for bus. Like, I think buses <laughs> are weird. The whole concept of having a bus is weird. But I was like, dude, that looks sick. You're like, I'll take that bus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I pre-ordered it immediately. I love the zero series. series. But yeah. Oh, nice. Anyways, uh, what have you been playing, Distro? Like, me? Uh, I've been playing uh, good old from, from Software's Sekiro Dice twice. Oh, you know, I've been getting, getting my ass whipped in that game, you know, recently. <laughs> so it's beautiful graphics. Like, I gotta say, like, just sitting there and just, there's some times where I just had to put the controller down and be like, oh, just take it like, in. this looks awesome. Like, especially watching, like... That's, that's like, a little dangerous for from software game to put the controller down. Yeah, no, right? No, there's, there's times where they really, like, open it up and, like, you can really just see everything, you know? Like, there was one time, like, one of the palaces was burning and, like, just seeing the fire and everything. And I'm, I'm on the Xbox One X, too, so, like, mm-hmm. I'm just, oh, just seeing graphics, it, like, on a 4K basically. TV, you know? Yeah. Just, like, seeing it, like, really shine, you know? Like, yeah, they did a great job with that game. And even the even the gameplay, like, the whole pun is, like, Sekiro dies twice, is you have a second chance always whenever you get killed to basically come back. Like, you have a, you have a respawn option, like, right then and there. Nice. But the thing is, you lose twice as much if you die again. Oh, damn. You know, or, like, you basically, you know, like, it, cool. you, and then you get, like, a debuff on you that progresses if you keep dying, you know? Oh, so it stays true that Dark Souls kind of, like, mentality where it's, like, you want to mm-hmm. stay alive as long as possible. And you are collecting stuff to, like, uh, essentially build your character up, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, quote-unquote, souls, you know, or whatever they, they call them, you know? Yeah. But what I, yeah, what I loved about this one is that whole, like, mentality is, like, you're a ninja, you know? Or, like, you know, in a samurai and everywhere, you know? And you're basically able to move around the map really fluently. The gameplay is really smooth. Nice. And I love it because, like, I know it's not the game, like, glitching out or the game being broken. It's just me just having to be better at the game. Like, whenever <laughs> I die, you know? Yeah, like, whenever I'm pissed off, I'm just like, God, like, I know what to do. I know exactly what needs to be done. Yeah. It's just doing it. <laughs> and the games, like, gameplay is good enough to where I know I can do it. It's just, you gotta do it. You know, like, what they say, get good? <laughs> you know, you're like, you literally just have to, like, play the game and, like, really get to know it, you know? But it's been really fun. It's just frustrating when I'm sitting there and it's like, do I really want to play the game and be in the same area for, like, an hour right now? And then progress, like, for maybe, like, cause once I beat a boss, like, I'm like, oh, sweet. And I can smash through everything else, like, no problem. Like, I'm a monster. And then I'll just progress too quickly, and I'll get to, like, an area where it's just like, oh, now I'm at the next boss. You know? Yeah, like... <laughs> oh, man, but it's super fun. It's a super fun game. Like, I, I like how unforgiving it is. I, I just think it's funny when you're like, oh, man, I just put down a controller and, you know, like, take in the scene. Like, I just imagine, oh, and then all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, like, ah! <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, something just, just like, comes out of nowhere, right? Yeah. You're like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah, right? No, for real, though. But, but there's like there's some stuff like especially what they do really well like that I love about the game is they throw really big at you like there's I've giant, seen like, some 
I've seen some, and I was just like, damn, really? Yeah, there's like a giant, like, white snake that pops out that's, of this cavern, you know? That's the that's one like, I'm thinking of, like... You know, yeah, that was like, run, you have to, like, there's this whole section wow. cavern where you had to, like, go down and kind of hide from it, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, like, basically, like, slithering down the cavern and shit. And I was just like, it's not a snake. Like, <laughs> you know, I looked over and it pops out, like, and I was like, oh, damn, like, that is a big-ass snake. <laughs> and if it sees you, literally one hit shot, like, one shot kills you. Damn. It's kind of like, I don't know if you've got, you played Dark Souls, yeah. of course, right? Now, yeah, like, you know, it's kind of like the dragon on the bridge on the very beginning of Dark Souls, you know? Yeah. Where you get there and you're like, what the hell? Like, how is this? How is this here? That's so strong level, you know, like ready to just destroy that's me. That's the abyss dragon, right? I think, or something like that. I forget. It's the red one. It's the red one where if you uh, cut its tail, you get the sword. Oh, uh, Drake sword. It. No, the right. one that shoots fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I, that that one. No, no, I'm thinking. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's the one where you can uh, before they patched it, you can cheese them. Oh yeah, you can cheese them. Yeah. So that's, that's the thing about like this game too is you can't cheese anything really. Like it's really <laughs> like I'm sure you can. You know, because you can pre- I'm sure you can probably cheese it, but, like, it's not very, like, obvious. I don't know, it's not very obvious, and I don't feel like it'd be very fun, you know? Like, yeah. it's more for, like, a speedrun kind of thing. Yeah. That's cool. They make it to where, like, well, the, the fights are interactive enough to where you're like, yeah, like, like I said, like, you, <laughs> when you're fighting them, you're like, no, we fighting right now. It's not so much like, oh, I'm going to cheese you real quick. Like, yeah, no, you're, you're, all, you're all in. You're all in, yeah. <laughs> like, I gotta get on that one. I have it. I have the collector's edition. Yeah, because so. remember, like, we were saying, too, like, when we are playing God of War on the hardest difficulty, there was times where you felt like you just had to cheese something real quick because there was no real, like... <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just not fair. There's some times where you're just like, I just really, like, there's literally no way, like, to do this real quick. It's like freaking, you know, like, uh, Atreus is getting picked up, like, you know, or, like, or whatever his name is, you know, like, the little boy is getting picked Atreus, up. Atreus, yeah. He's an Atreus, yeah, like, getting picked up every five seconds, and you have to, like, shoot an arrow over there while you have, like, these dudes coming over, so, like... And the thing <laughs> is, the axe doesn't throw precisely. Like, and before that, I think they patched it right now, but, like, you know, before you used to throw the axe, and it wouldn't hit in the same spot each time. It would always do, like, one of these things where it's just, like, yeah. hitting at these, like, random spots. So it's like, how do you dang, how do you demand, like, perfect accuracy God, with an axe that, like, you know, like, isn't accurate whatsoever? And if they want to play the whole, like, oh, it's supposed to be, like, you know, like, uh, like accurate real, to, like, a yeah. real axe throw and stuff like that. It's like, then balance the game, <laughs> you know? Make the, you know, make the spot a little bit wider or something to give, like, kind of a little bit, or, like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe like they say, get good, but I felt like there was times where that game was, like, they just didn't dev test, like, the hard mode, like, yeah. long enough, you know? So I'm like, I felt like, you know what, it's, this, this is the game right here, you know? I was like, this is injustice. <laughs> you know? With Sekiro, more it feels like, you know what, no, like, I need to literally just get Yeah, like, it's you, you know? as yeah. the player, like, you as I the need player, to get yeah. better. I need to get to, on Sekiro, I still need to uh, beat Bloodborne. Oh, I guys- actually, I love, love Bloodborne. The only thing is that I... Did this thing. This is what I do. I'm sure you guys have already heard me talk about this before, but not in detail. So I sometimes do self-imposed challenges because I'm very cheap and conservative. That's really the reason why. Like, mm-hmm. I'll, you know, like for certain games, like, oh, I have these ability points, but what do I want to invest in right now? You know what? Wait, let me wait till I get more. That way I'll just start building like a skill tree type things. Like, okay, this path, this path, this path. Once I unlock more skills in terms of what I know what I'm getting... But I can't access them yet. Then now invest in ability points. Then I get to a point where I'm like, okay, well, I'm about six hours in this game. I haven't upgraded yet. Let's do a no upgrade run. And <laughs> so that's what I did with Bloodborne. Like, I I got up as far as Abrietis, the you know before the DLCs was considered the mm-hmm. hardest optional boss with no weapon upgrade. So my like you know I was streaming it, and my my attacks are doing like forty damage. And people are watching, like, I think your weapon's broken. I'm like, no, it's not upgraded. 
<laughs> hey, bro, I think your weapon's broken. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just poking her with a butter knife right yeah, now. <laughs> and I, I mean, I went as far as ROM without even using items. What, uh, you know, fighting the bosses. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you should, you know... Um, I don't know. I don't remember what the term was called. Infuse your item with elements or something oh. to do more damage. And I think I died at to Rom like twice before I'm like, all right, I'll do it. And then I barely got hit my third time, and I was just like, damn. Now I regret using items because now I can't say I didn't do a no item run. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no item runs. Like, oh man. But uh, yeah, no, I was at Irrietis, and I've, I I had to take a break for something. I don't remember if I was doing a trip or if I was working on gifts or whatever. Mm. But I stopped. And it's just one of those games where I'm like, freaking, I'm on Ebriettis. I have to relearn this game at this part of the game. Yeah, right now, I know exactly what you mean, yeah. It's you like, yeah, it's, it's one of those games that's super unforgiving. I just leapfrogged Bloodborne because I did the same thing. I was playing it, but I didn't do any of this no upgrade thing. I was yeah. upgrading everything. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. But then, like, I forget what game came out that took my attention off it. And then I was thinking, I was like, should I play Bloodborne first and then go into Sekiro? I was like, no, I, I already have Sekiro downloaded. Like, let's just do it. Let's just play their their newest, you know, like, newest latest. Game. Their, their yeah. latest, you know. And, like, it's actually really, really fun, you know? And I like it. Yeah. It still has that, like, real, like, dark art style. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot brighter than, like, uh, than like a Dark Souls or a Bloodborne. Because, like, obviously those games are dark as hell, you know? But this one's more like you're out in the daytime and you're, like, a field with, like, a tiger. Like, a, I'm sorry, cherry blossoms, you know? <laughs> yeah. And you're, like, fighting something, you know? It's like, it just feels badass, you know? Like, it's super cool. Mm. But it still kind of still infuses that feeling of, like, you know, like, there's, like, some darkness, like, overlapping. Like, there's doom. You know, yeah, like you already know, like yeah, Dark Souls does it. They, from software in general, does a really good job of the game of making you feel like you're in kind of like an impending doom. You know, <laughs> like you don't really know exactly what you're doing, but you know there's something waiting for you that's gonna like you yeah. know just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's well, coming. You know, no way, but it's coming. Since we're on the subject of from software, mm-hmm. um, have you guys played Metal Wolf Chaos? Have not. No. You guys even know what that game is? I have not. No. Okay, so it was an Xbox original game. Um, they actually did a. The PS, I think it's, it might be PS4 exclusive, uh, Metal Wolf Chaos XD, and it was um, Special Reserve games that did it. it you know, special. You guys know who Special Reserve is? Special Reserve. It's like Limited Run. Do you guys know Limited Run? No. So these companies are companies. Basically, what they do is they take digital only games and they distribute um, a small number of it physically. Okay. So people who you know physical collectors like me would buy those. And uh, Special Reserves was doing their own, but they partnered with GameStop, and GameStop was also releasing them physically. But the thing about uh, Metal Wolf Chaos is it's a From Software game, but it's nothing like the Soul series. Mm-hmm. It is, you are like the president of the United States that controls a mech. With like super <laughs> cheesy like dialogue okay. and voice acting, and almost <laughs> nice. like everything is destructible. Like, <laughs> and like it's it. super like campy patriotism. Um, yeah, you, you guys should look into that. that one, sounds right? cool. <laughs> but there's impending doom. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely that look into Metal cool. Wolf Chaos. Um, yeah, oh, but uh, you know, aside from from software, uh, did you you said you just beat Sekiro, or you're in the middle of that? No, right? I'm in the middle of it right now. Like I'm not in the middle. I'd say like the beginning middle. Like okay, I'm, get, I'm getting into the, I'm getting into the meat. Oh, okay. like I'm really really getting in there. You know, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I've beaten I think at least four or five bosses now. So like I'm I'm getting in there. Okay. Yeah. Any games you're looking forward to? Games that I'm looking forward to, like besides yeah, Link's Awakening, you know, like the the obvious ones that we've we've talked about recently. Like, uh, I'm trying to think, what's what got announced that's got me really really excited? Besides uh, Breath of the Wild two as the, well, you know, like uh, Trials of Mana remake. No, you know what? You know what games got me kind of excited? 
that's out of nowhere, you know, that, like, I saw in kind of quote-unquote in development, is that one that the creators from Assassin's Creed was making with that monkey, where it's, like, it's, like, origin, mankind, where it's, like, where it's, like, where it's, like, you're playing as a monkey, and it's, like, the origins of mankind, and, like, you're going around, and it's, like, it's not Ubisoft, because it's, uh, it's a different company, but I forget who, what it's, what it's, like, who's making it specifically, but it's the original creators of Assassin's Creed, you know, yeah, and that's all, it's just, like, huh, that looks really interesting. And you're pretty much in, like, the jungle trying to hide from, like, predators and, like, you know, you're basically, like, evolving and, like, it pushes the story, like, through, like, basically evolution, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was like, it seemed really interesting. It really seemed really, like, a like a chill concept because I was talking to a lot of people. I'm kind of tired of just carrying a gun in every single game or, like, same, like, Battle Royale or, yeah. you know, kind of, like, <laughs> this, like, I love yeah, my RPGs, too, you know what I mean? But, like, you know, I get I get my, my rocks off on that, you know, like, all the time. It's, yeah. like, something that I'm generally, like, excited for is going to kind of be a little different. I think that, like, I forget exactly what it's called, though. You know, but you play as a monkey right in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, I know what yeah, you're they, talking they about. They showed it at, uh, what's it called, at E3 at some point. Like, I think, you know, a while back. <laughs> but that game's got me excited. Actually, Breath of the Wild 2's got me excited, too. You know what, I was gonna, we didn't get to talk to you, uh, NCAP about this. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. I know you like Final Fantasy, <laughs> like, seven specifically, right? Yeah. What do you think about the that remake? That was my gateway drug yeah. to Final Fantasy games. Um, super pumped. <laughs> so, like, I, I can't wait. Like, I don't. You don't really talk about it because I just keep all the excitement in. Yeah, it's just like when it comes, it comes. But yeah, dude, I I can't wait for that game. It looks so awesome. It's just yeah, it's even drawing people who don't normally play. Like I heard on a past um, show, you guys did cricket was like all over Final yeah. Fantasy Seven. He doesn't even like Final Fantasy games. Yeah, he wants yeah. Seven. He wants Seven. <laughs> like, I have a few friends amazing. who are just like they're really down for Seven, and they're not into RPGs. Like they don't like the whole turn-based thing. Which is weird because I've seen someone play like Slay the Spire and stuff like that, but oh. they're just like, no, 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 we don't really like turn base. But you know, Final Fantasy VII looks really interesting. But I also see purists who are just like, I don't like this action thing. And there's so many people who are on like on and on about that, but mm -hmm. they didn't even look into the game. Yeah. Like if you, you know, they talk about it at E3. They talked about it. Um, like people who played the demo have talked about it. And it's funny because there's this contradiction of, I don't want to. Like, I'm not interested in it because it's, it's too action-oriented. and But at the same time, I don't want to look into it because I want to get it. And it's like... <laughs> well, it's, if you, like, it's at least, like, look something into it so you don't have this negative perception yeah, of it right, right off the bat. And, you know, um, it's like, you know, I, they, they talked about it and I, you know, watched people who played the demo. And, you know, they don't... It's, it's a closed booth, so you don't... They just talk about it after they've played it. And it's very tactical like the way they have done it i'm just like okay i'm impressed because you've made this you know action oriented but you can't hack it hack and slash your way through it see that's cool because of the way that they did this whole tactical system and you know abilities doing most of the damage but you also have atb charge which you know you have to wait till it charges so you can't just spam your best abilities hmm. so it's yeah it's a lot of that and i'm just like okay that sounds good like i'm down with that so it's no it's action and it's tactical Know, cool. That's cool. And I talked about how it could be mm -hmm. five games. People were on me on that one. <laughs> just like, oh, you're just trying to reach. Now I'm like, no, I think it could they be five. They could do it that way if they want because, to. Because, yeah, it, here's the thing. I because I talked about you know Midgar only. Yeah, Midgar is very small part of the game, but Midgar is huge. So I was like, yeah, you know, this part two. If you compare it to Midgar, they can still do, you know, Fort Condor and Junon, which are huge. Gold Sarser, which is the next biggest thing. Yeah. And Cosmo Canyon. And I'm just like, if they can't even do Gold Saucer though, 
where the heck is you know part two gonna get up to <laughs> you know what i mean yeah dude it's but once once they get past gold saucer and the rest of the world they could do the rest of the world my only thing is that are they going to implement any dirge servers content because and even you know not even dirge servers but there's also crisis core yeah before crisis which we never got and they're talking about expanding the story i'm like i can see that being five you know because if you're just talking about Final Fantasy Core, yeah, sure, three can be doable, maybe four. But if you're talking about expanding the story and possibly implementing these other games that are part of the canon, but maybe being rewritten at this point, it's like, well, why not? Yeah. You know, there might be a section where you're just playing a Zek. Might be a session where, section where you're just where you might be playing a Sephiroth. You know. Yeah, you, you never know. They can yeah. go a lot of ways with that. Yeah. So Which would like, be cool if they ventured on and did all those ways yeah only problem is how long we're waiting for the fucking <laughs> I know right the Final Fantasy 7 remake saga you know <laughs> <laughs> did you find out the name of the game yet oh yeah so it's called uh, let me see Ancestors the Humankind Odyssey ah uh, yeah Ancestors the Humankind Odyssey that one's got me pretty excited cool but I, what I realized too as well is I'm really excited for that new Watch Dogs oh, oh yeah, yeah Legion yeah. forget about Watch Dogs Legion because I was a big fan of Watch Dogs too the one that was in the Bay Area? Yeah. Like, that one was awesome. Like, that one was actually really fun. I played I played Watch Dogs 1 a lot, too. But Watch Dogs 2 was the one that really got me like, all right, I see you, Ubisoft. Yeah. You know, yeah. And especially with this one, I know they took a year to work on it. Like, they usually do, like, one-offs, you know? Like, Watch Dogs doesn't come out every year. Yeah. Like, they usually do every other year. But, like, this one looks pretty good. Yeah. Because that whole I... idea of, like, being able to really, like, you know, immerse yourself in the city and be able to do a whole bunch of different stuff, build factions, like, it seems really fun. Yeah. I definitely agree because I was interested in the first Watch Dogs but I never played it. I did pick it up. And then same with Watch Dogs 2 which I heard was not as good but I still have not played it. And I was just like, you know, I'm impressed with some things but there are obviously limitations to what you can do just by watching people play it. But you look at Watch Dogs Legions and you're just like, dude, <laughs> you can do everything in here. <laughs> Recruit anybody, you know, and I'm interested and I'm sure there's going to be, you know, some... I expect there to be some sort of recycled content between trying to recruit all these other people. But at the same time, it's, like, it's still pretty cool. There's that part where they showed off the grandma. I'm like, I'm sold. Like, I, wanna, <laughs> yeah, right? I, wanna, I, wanna, I want an assassin grandma. Like, <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah, right now, that one looks really cool. Because like, the thing about the first one is like, it felt like they had a good concept. The story was pretty pretty all right, you know, but the gameplay wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Like, even, like, there wasn't a lot to do with your, like, real connection to the, with the phone and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it just wasn't executed. So, like, it, well. just, it just wasn't what they, like, basically promised people were, like, really kind of pushed, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I played it, you're like, oh, man, like, it's, like, nice try, but, like, the online was fun. Like, they had good online modes and stuff that was still fun to play, but it didn't hold the game up. Mm-hmm. And then once number two came out, they did everything I wanted to where they added, like, way more weapons. Your character could do a lot more. You can actually, like... You know, do do a lot more with like the actual hacking system. I feel like you were actually in the world, and the fact that it was the Bay Area too, you know, like was pretty cool because it's like it's refreshing. Yeah, it's not like everything's always like New York or everything's always yeah. like Chicago or like Washington. this stuff. Yeah, Washington. It was just like, oh no, we're bringing it to like somewhere else. You know, yeah. and it was a cool concept with the whole Silicon Valley thing going on. It's like, you know, they're they're really digging into that's where the program from the game was. Okay, like, yeah, the technology. You know, like yeah, that's that's where they developed their like so quote unquote like uh, I forget the name of the actual like uh, like program that they have, but. That's where it was developed was basically, you know, in the Silicon Valley. So I like the, I like the story in the second one a little bit better, too, because like, you know, it definitely had a good, good, good theme. But the same thing, too, is like you felt like they were really building towards this one, I think, because with the second one, they kind of like kind of like hinted at like factions and stuff like that. Like, hey, we're just like the the Bay Area faction, but there's ones like in Chicago or yeah. like New York and stuff, you know, kind of had this one in mind the whole time. They're just building up to it. Yeah, they're just kind of building up to it, you know, and kind so of seeing what works in each one, you know. 
Because there was, I do agree, like, Watch Dogs 2, like, it was good, like, I feel like I really liked it, but I can see how a lot of people didn't really get into it, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, there was definitely a lot of improvement, you know? But yeah, this new one looks pretty sweet. Yeah, especially when, like, I don't know, we were texting each other when we both saw it, we were like, oh, shit. Oh, like, yeah, this, yeah. Oh, we're like, this looks actually pretty good. We were, yeah, I was at uh, a um, convention um, as a vendor, exhibitor, and uh, we were just going back and forth because I had E3, actually put up E3 on my iPad to watch it, and yeah, we were texting all... Like me, uh, Distro, and Cash Rap just talking about, like, oh man, oh, you're cool. It's like, oh, what game is this? Blair Witch, what the heck? Oh, that's cool. It looks awesome, but yeah, right. it was totally out of the field, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't think Blair Witch was, like, relevant anymore. It's pretty cool. It looks scary well, as well. Well, the thing is, I think they released the movie in 2016. Uh-oh. Yeah. It, <laughs> oh. it seems it seems all right. Okay. Like, so far, I think reviews are, like, pretty solid 7 out of 10. Hmm. So that's not bad. Um, I was watching another friend of mine play it and I was like okay I can see like at first I didn't see where the Blair Witch connection was because I didn't watch it from the beginning and I was just like this seems like just another horror game that they attach Blair Witch on it mm. to get to sell but when you watch it more you're like oh I see why this is Blair Witch okay you know mm-hmm. um, it's not a lot of obvious connections but if you're familiar with like Blair Witch horror uh, lore I thought you were trying to say horror you know, yeah. Like yeah. I think that was what I was tr- going to say. The Blair Witch Horror. Yeah, but I didn't, it wasn't what I meant to say. <laughs> I meant to say lore, and I kind of implemented horror, but I instead said whore. So, yeah. <laughs> so I combined it to a different word. Nice. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know what had, what's going on with the Battletoads game. Is that out yet, or no? Nothing, no. Yeah. I see that. And how did, so we haven't even asked you yet, Encap. Like, how are you feeling about uh, Kojima's latest and greatest coming out? Oh yeah. Um, I you like know, it. Yeah. It looks because I like it because I have no idea what it was about. Well, now they showed more gameplay, so you get an idea. Yeah. It does look like a survivor kind of game. Yeah. But at first, you're just like, what the hell is this? And it has Norman Reedus, which dude, I love Daryl from right, Walking Dead. I'm like, <laughs> you're okay. a huge Rock Walking He's Dead it. fan. Hell yeah. yeah. But it just it looks cool. Like. I'm curious, like, what the hell is this game about? Yeah. That's why I want to play it. Hiro Kojima, right? Yeah, like, wow, dude. <laughs> it's kind of like, was this, that, that Family Guy thing where Lois is learning from Mayor? He's like, all you have to say is 9-11, and people start cheering. You know, yeah. <laughs> say Kojima. Says, all you gotta say is Kojima, and people start cheering, go out there. Hideo Kojima. Yeah! <laughs> but what about Hideo? Huh? Kojima. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. He's a fun guy to follow on Instagram, too. Like, he's always into some, like, weird stuff, you know? <laughs> he's always posting about, like, what movies he's watching and stuff like that. I'm just like, who are you? <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, it's cool he's got Guillermo del Toro in the game, too. Yeah, there's a lot of people in that game, dude. You know, right? Because those were the people that he was planning on working on with uh, for PT, right? You yeah. Know? So he kind of just brought them onto his, his new project. Yeah, like, just carried them over was with it the, him. Apparently, I guess, he was when he was working on PT to be Silent Hills, he was going to bring in Junji Ito. Was he? Okay, nice. I, I, I don't know whether that's true or not. I know I heard about Masahiro Ito. Oh, that would have been, been sweet. Yeah. You know, yeah. And I was like, if he had Masahiro Ito and Junji Ito, oh, that, that would have been yeah, game right? over. That was like, that would be for, the for, horror game. For Silent game. Hill, do you know? Yeah, yeah. Kind of that would have yeah. been the horror game of forever. Mm-hmm. That would be the GOAT horror game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, would, that would be the GOAT. <laughs> I like that. You know? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, that's true, though. I mean, it's like, as far as, like, real horror games go, like, I've been jonesing for a real good one. Yeah, Because, like, for, for me, like, things like horrors kind of change, you know, especially in video games. Like, the last game that really scared me to my core was, like, when I first played Dead Space. 
I feel like. Yeah, like, that was the last one that really got me, like, where yeah. I was just like, it's not your typical horror game, because it's got, like, a psychological element to it, you know? Yeah. But it was really disturbing. It got me really feeling uneasy, and it yeah. definitely, like, got me in a lot of places I love where the I was Death just like, series, man. where I'm like, fuck, like, this is, this is really messing with me right now. Like, I don't know if I want to go in this next room. <laughs> go into the next room, it's all covered in blood. Yeah. You see writing that says, like, help us or something, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, man, Yo. dude. Like, they did a really good job of setting the atmosphere and, like, putting you in the Ishimura. Like, where, like, you're just in that ship and you realize you're alone. You know? Yeah, and, like, you don't know, like, what's going on. You know you're being hunted in this, like... Yeah. You don't even know if you're, like, sane. Because Isaac's going crazy lately, you know? Like, <laughs> freaking EA, man. What, what's, so, yeah, what's, like, what's happening with my Dead Space 4 and my yeah, they, Dead Space collection? Dude, freaking... On, uh, well, they tore down Visceral, like... they well, they, no, no. they light They let them... They let the match and just burned yeah, it down, man. which sucks. But the thing is, you know, if you look at Darksiders, like... Visual games pretty much was out because THQ went bankrupt. But guess mm-hmm. what? THQ Nordic brought back Darksiders three, and yeah, now we're true. continuing. Now we got Darksiders Genesis coming along the way, which I love. Like, I immediately went for that Nephilim edition, that four hundred dollar yeah, right? one. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, take my money. I want this game yeah. to happen. I want the next game to happen. I want this series to finish. Like, and that, that like that can happen. with still, what you know, it, even if Visceral Games is no longer there the people that worked on it can be start their own studio or be part of another studio that can still work on it you know and so i was trying to explain that to some friends and they were just like no it's dead i'm like it can happen man it can try to happen yeah because even even it's like what's the last game you played that really scared you and jeez um it's been a while to be like this is like a good horror game yeah it's been too long to to have a game like that it's like classic games the only ones that really scared me like Silent Hill 2 was like I the one that stands out in my head I yeah. was like that one scared mm-hmm. the hell out definitely of me. one of my favorites yeah right like anything after that they're cool thrills and stuff but I'm jonesing for something just yeah, right? scared yeah, like, the hell out of me like Resident Evil 2 was cool but it wasn't like a horrifying scary yeah. like oh my god it was more like a like oh shit Jump jumped out, yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. Jump scare. Because what came out before is like two is uh, Evil Within's the game that came out recently, one and two. But even those games, like they were cool visually, yeah. Like, but they weren't really scary. like scary games. Yeah. It was more of like kind of like you're disturbing just, over here. It was just like disturbing. Like you're just walking through a lot of blood and a lot of like stuff you kind of already expect not uh-huh. not to be mean, but yeah, it's kind of like exactly. I didn't even play part two. I just played the first Evil Within. It was it was a cool game, but like yeah, I said, it was not a bad game. Yeah, yeah it, it was just like, wasn't. It didn't scare me like older right. games did. Like, like what, what about you, uh, Hold? Like the, the last horror. Yeah, last horror game that really got you. I think it might. I, w- I will have to probably say Dead Space too as well. Um, as one of my favorite horror series, you know, I like the Fatal Frame series. I like the Silent Hill series. Mm-hmm. Up until a certain point with Silent Hill, unfortunately. Um, like I, you know, a lot of people didn't like the room. I like the room for uh, Silent Hill Four. Um, the let's see. So I get. I guess. Like, yeah, I, hate that game, like, yeah. I love Silent Hill, but the rune just broke my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, honestly, anything after four, at least guaranteed, is not great. Oh, Downpour yeah. was all right. Homecoming was. Mm, Homecoming mm. was a huge disappointment. <laughs> Origins was a huge disappointment. It's just like, come on, man. I mean, it hurts selling those games sometimes. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I don't. I mean, what Outlast was. Like I just like if anything, it was more so the concept than yeah. the actual like horror of the game. You know? Yeah, the whole idea you just don't have weapons to like really now, defend yourself. Yeah, but I think Outlast. I mean, it wasn't the first game to do it, but it was the kind of just made it a little too mainstream at this mm-hmm. point. Where it's like, okay, now you have no weapon, and you. Just, I mean, I think technically, Amnesia started that, mm-hmm. but Outlast mm-hmm. was the one that kind of pushed it. Where now all oh, these other 
um, you know, indie studios are trying to make their own. Exactly. And taking the idea I would say even before Outlap, but the one, yeah, I think actually the biggest thing that did that was PT. To be honest. Right. <laughs> I was about to say, do you think we got robbed of our horror game, like the, yeah. the horror game that we deserved? <sighs> yes. <laughs> yeah, like, it's a shame. It's a shame. Because um, you know, even playing that PT demo, that thing was pretty pretty trippy. Yeah. You know? I was just like, all right, no, for that sure. That was just that was. Am in the same dude. house? Like you're walking <laughs> yeah. around, you're just like, oh, that man. was such a good like, man. Like there's so many aspects of PT that was done so well. And it's so disappointing that it well, didn't even, happen. Even you lines in like that whole like Sunland Hills is my loads, just like look through the little people, you know? Yeah. You know, and you look through and it's just like, alright, there's something <laughs> in that bathroom, but then you go around, you know, and there's nothing in there and you're like, yeah. Oh f- alright. Yeah, dude. You know, I yeah, like we're just yeah. things are just a little bit different, right? And you're like, I don't wanna look in there. I mean, have you guys <laughs> have you guys played uh, Layers of Fear? Layers of Fear, no. Layers of Fear is alright. And the funny thing though is that Junji Ito mm-hmm. had a you know manga short called Layers oh, of Layers Fear, of Fear no, but yeah. it's not related but that was way more disturbing to me than Layers of Fear itself mm-hmm. and it's a manga like <laughs> yeah right no yeah and I was like reading I was like damn dude <laughs> yeah cause like, Junji Ito does some good what stuff yeah. yeah Junji Ito does some really good things and yeah, yeah anyways right. yeah if we got him on a game with like Hideo Kojima like <laughs> yeah you know like oh man you know what would be interesting uh, would be Hideo Kojima Suda51 mm. and uh is it Taro Yoko, that does the near games. Oh, the near games. Okay. Yeah, and I was saying like if they named it, uh, what was it? Uh, Say, Suda Kojima Yoko Productions. They call it Sky Productions. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Just be like, what kind of effed up stuff are you guys gonna think <laughs> of together? <laughs> yeah, right. No, for real though. Oh man. Yeah, I feel like we were robbed of our of our horror game. Hell yeah! Because who's really making horror games nowadays? Not one really. They're not really pushing them at all. Mm-mm. Like right now, it's like really focused on like Star Wars, you know, Fallen uh, Jedi, Fallen Orders coming yeah. out, like real sports games, you know. I think the last one that real could RPGs, think of is, yeah. Like, that's all that's that's out there right Nintendo's now. Nintendo's whooping ass, so you know, you know, they're not putting anything out like horror anytime soon. They might. They might. They might, but like. You know, I mean, usually, they, you usually don't see it, you know? They've really kind of turned around with how they used to handle third-party games. Mm-hmm. And so, Switch is really, like, on its way up. I mean, it's already on oh, its, yeah, it's, I, it's already going up. Like, it's it's really up there now. Mm-hmm. You know, Xbox is really at the bottom. At the oh, moment. no, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, at this point where they're, you know, they're now, like, Sony is censoring stuff. Or, you know, they're doing enough censoring that people don't even want Sony games. And Nintendo's like, oh... We're not gonna censor all that. Like, there's no point. And you're like, oh, Nintendo of all companies are, you know, bringing it over the way they should be. And you're like, well, now people are onto, you know, Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, well, maybe we might actually get Fatal Frame four and five the way, because Fatal Frame five, uh, had these two unlockable costumes that were con- that were really controversial because of how revealing they were. Ah. And so for the U.S. and European release. They removed those costumes and gave the costumes for uh, Samus and Zelda. Oh. Which are... That's, that's a, those which are very are safe yeah. bets yeah. right there, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, I see what you did there, Nintendo. But, like, see, now they have this <laughs> yeah, chance where they're, like, they're going to do... They can do four and five and still... And give the original costumes and the new ones. Because now they're like, oh, yeah, we'll do it, whatever. Yeah, they're like... And if that does well, Fatal Frame 6... It's like... We, can, we, can, we can't, we can't have those jugs hanging out. Put her in battle armor. <laughs> yeah, you know, I need her clothes with the helmet. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Good one, I should yeah. say Good zero, zero suit Samus, though. Zero suit Samus. <laughs> oh, okay. No, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't even want to see any skin. Yeah, helmet. 
everything. <laughs> but yeah, oh, um, yeah. I can see that happening. What were some recent horror games? Like I can only there's, think there's of Blair Witch really right now. Yeah, there's nothing out there. There's, and there's nothing really like coming out like besides Blair Witch. You know, so I'm saying no one's really developing that those I games f- at the moment. But hmm. we're probably gonna see an Evil Within oh, three or something. But you like, know what? Actually, my most excited game from the Nintendo Direct: Deadly Premonition two. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Well, the thing is, Deadly <laughs> Premonition though is, it's so, have you guys ever played Deadly Premonition? I've only heard about it. It is so quirky, like <laughs> because when it's not horror, it's actually really cheesy and funny, like, <laughs> like, and it's so weird. But and the gameplay was was not great. Like it, you know, you would aim at something and you just like shake all over the place. And it wasn't. I don't think it was. I don't think it was an actual. Uh, it wasn't by design. It was just because it wouldn't stay steady. Like the gameplay, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> it was it was really bad. But the thing is, because it was it's so like, oh, quirky, no, this is like this natural aiming system. It's like no, we just didn't program that. Well. Yeah, <laughs> it's just not polished, you know. And but the thing is about that game, and this is my personal opinion, when it got to the more scary parts, it was more scary because during the non-scary parts, you're like laughing and. You know, kind of enjoying everything going on, and you're just okay. Now we just got this sudden shift of following this freaking serial killer guy, hmm. and uh, but yeah, anyone who has played it's it is Guinness World of Records most polarizing game because of how you know it. Yeah, some reviewers were like, "Oh, I love this." Some reviewers were like, "This is the worst game ever made." Like, <laughs> damn. Yeah, I absolutely love that Deadly Premonition. I was always curious about it. I seen it like in our 360 section Mm -hmm. back in the day. Yeah, they they, when they yeah when they announced it for uh, the Switch, and they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna have a collector's edition. Went straight for the collector's (laughs) edition. Oh, you're like I'm down. Oh yeah, Yeah. I already pre-ordered it. (laughs) Nice. I was like, dude, I want that Deadly Premonition too, man, because there there potential in what they can do with the second one, Hmm. and people have been asking, it's like, you know, where would it go? But it can go anywhere because it was just so weird. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, man. That's cool. FK in the coffee. <laughs> People who play will understand that reference. <laughs> FK. But uh, another yeah, thing. Right? Was, just like, huh, have huh. you guys ever watched Twin Peaks? Twin yeah. Peaks? Okay. It was very Twin Peaks. Peaks. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was very, very Twin Peaks. A lot of people who uh, watched Twin Peaks straight said that it was almost a complete rip. Oh, really? Twin Peaks. So it's almost like a Twin Peaks game. Oh, wow. So if you like Twin Peaks, you might like the game. Quirky and mysterious kind yeah. of. Yeah. Okay. I might give it a shot now. But yeah, yeah, that would be the next one, I guess. Overall, not as scary as like Fatal Frame, but. Yeah, right. Yeah, those Fatal Frame. Games something that's gonna make me shake my boots. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something that's gonna get me get me jumping. Like someone walks in my room, knocks on my door, or something like, oh yeah, <laughs> play with <gasps> all the lights up. How <gasps> <What's> dare you? <laughs> you know? uh, there there's some YouTube channels you can watch uh, that have dubbed. Or at least do a narration of um, Junji Ito, like shorts, horror shorts, or like even horror stories mm-hmm. that he's done. You can watch that, dude. Some of those are just like. <laughs> I want my video game, man. <laughs> like, I've, I've, like, I know, video games I would want be my great. controller. Video games would be great, but because these are, most of these are like one shots, mm-hmm. like the, the whole little horror shows they put on are like 20 to 30 minutes type of deal. And like, I've, I've put on, while I'm at work, I'll put on earphones to listen to them. And, like, I'll have moments where, you know, it's bright in the daytime. And, you know, I don't don't really have anybody else working but me, though. And I'm like, man, I got to pee. I don't want to be in, in the bathroom by myself for too long. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll be in there be quick. <laughs> Get me the heck out of here. 
Damn. I don't want to see nothing in the mirror. I don't want. I don't want to open the door and be in a completely different place. You know. There is something. Oh yeah. Like, oh man. But yeah. Um. What were we talking about? That's what I'm saying. No, no one's really making uh, any kind of like real horror games. The real trend, like we're saying, has been like everything Nintendo's been putting out. You know, real, real like RPGs. You know. Yeah. Whole, like super superheroes slash the Star Wars, you know, has been really really popular, especially with the movies coming out and stuff. So, but you got the Yakuza Seven. You guys play the Yakuza series at all? No, I've always wanted to though. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. Yakuza Seven has been very divisive because they're changing it to command base, turn base. It's a zombie game now. Well, no, they actually they have one of those. the Yakuza has been infected. <laughs> they actually have a zombie game for Yakuza already. It's really? called Dead Souls. Yeah, um, Dead Souls. In the Japan, it was called Up the Dead, and it's a it's kind of non canonical but it's more of a what would happen in a zombie apocalypse type of thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a lot of people were comparing it that's like, oh, that one didn't get, you know, when they changed the gameplay style, it didn't get as high reviews. I'm like, well, part of the reason why was because it did not play like a normal shooter. Because the game was very, very casual. You can't really aim. That you can aim, but the aiming's really bad. But the reason why is because it's so casual, you don't need to aim. You get this ability where it's like thirty percent chance of headshots just shooting regularly. <laughs> so nice. it's 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 meant to just really just go around and have fun. Like <laughs> aim to so, the sky, head blows up. And like yeah, right? <laughs> they have for Yakuza Seven. It's the the main protagonist for the Yakuza series has been Kiryu Kazuma, but Kiryu's story ends in Yakuza Six. So with this one, they introduce a new character, Ichiban somebody, I forget his name, but uh, you know. A lot of people are like, you know, why is this not a spinoff? Why did you guys make turn-based for the main series game? You know? And it's like, well, it's a perfect time to experiment. Maybe they felt they need to make a Yakuza 7 main series because it continues not the story of Kiryu, but of everything going on around, you know? Maybe maybe he had some kind of effect on what happened with all the other clans, all the, the Yakuza and stuff like that. I'm like, you know, there's plenty of things, but a lot of people aren't giving it a chance they're just like, I don't want turn base. But if you've ever played the Yakuza mm. series, it's very action RPG, in my opinion. And that's why I think it transitions so well. Because you have random battles in the original Yakuza games. Um, you have random battles, you level up, you uh, distribute your um, stock, uh, your stocks into unlocking new abilities, different aspects of stats, things like that. So it's very RPG. And this new one, it's not... If you watch, they released an April Fool's trailer. That was the first time that mm-hmm. they had shown this, what would Yakuza look like as a, you know, turn base. And people loved it. Oh. They're like, oh, it looks great. And it's like, well, looks like we're doing well then because that's what we're going to do. And now people are like, oh, I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, right. I thought it was a joke. No, we were just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. But uh, the thing about the way it works is that if you watch it, it's not, it seems very interactive. Like, doing different things while enemies or you know, your allies are different places seem to actually affect how those abilities that you choose or items that you choose will actually be implemented. So, I don't know, it's, it's hard to explain without actually watching it. If you watch it, you, I think it makes more sense. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. I think it looks great. A lot of people, and pe- then people are like talking about, you know, how well will sales do. Uh, so as long as they give me a collection edition with whiskey glasses again, I'm down. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's, that had me sold for a minute. And I was like, oh man, we sold out of those quick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, they, 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 people are now like, their fans are like, oh, it probably won't sell as well because it's not Yakuza. I'm like, well, you got to hold back for a minute here. Yeah. Um, number one, um, 
I think Persona and so on have shown that RPG fan base is pretty big. Uh, Yakuza fan base, a lot of Yakuza fans are new. To be honest, mm-hmm. Zero is what attracted a whole bunch of new fans. Yeah, like a huge amount of new fans, and so while they're trying to decide where to bring over Ishin and Kenzen, which is imports only, like they didn't release in the U.S., but basically they were the Yakuza games but swords because they took place in like the Meiji era and stuff like that. Cool. Um, and they're like, oh, they're not, while you're deciding this, you decide to release an RPG games. What are you guys thinking? Like RPG game? What are you guys thinking? My Asian Tourettes are like messing with me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, stay with us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's like, well, RPG fan base is actually bigger than Yakuza by a landslide, to be honest. And so, if they took this risk, where they're like, okay, where half of the Yakuza fan bases are just not gonna be on this because they don't like RPG turn based. They want it to be a street brawler, but Here's half of the Persona fan base to replace them. Which one's bigger? The freaking Persona fan base. Yeah, there's a mm-hmm. lot of Persona yeah. fans. A lot of Persona and fans, yeah. when I talked to a lot of people, because um, I went to a, a Yakuza event, like last year, before they reviewed um, Kuwami 2. And it was actually that event when they reviewed Kuwami 2. And mm-hmm. I met a lot of women. A lot of women were the most... There was more women by far than men when I was there for the first few hours, like, lining up. And there was like, yeah, normally I play, like, Otomo games and uh, and uh, Persona. But I love Yakuza. It's Yakuza 0 is my first game. And Ooh. I'm just like, dude, <laughs> you know? There you go. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I think it's, in every sense, it still makes sense to transition. And they said that if it doesn't do as well, they'll switch back. But... You know, it's not gonna bomb so hard. I doubt. I doubt it will bomb so hard that they will, they just won't do a Yakuza Eight or something. Yeah, and that that's, that seems to be a concern for some people. So, what game would you turn into like a turn-based game? That's not a turn-based game. <laughs> that's not a turn-based game. Imagine, imagine I, if they made like I, Ocarina of Time a turn-based game. Oh wow! That <laughs> yeah, right. That'd be interesting. I once had this where like you walk up and as soon as you hit the enemy it's just like dude it's like almost like Pokemon you know yeah like yeah you get back in it's like battle music you know I had this dream years ago (laughs) this was like maybe nine or ten years Mm ago I had this dream where I was running away from Jason Jason Voorhees Mm -hmm. but every time he would catch up to me I would try to like do fire magic to get away (laughs) and it was like very turn basey and I was just like I woke up I was like huh horror game as a RPG could work <laughs> <You're right. laughs> probably wouldn't be as effective for mm-hmm. various reasons but it could be fun you know just like light light bits of horror technically shadow hearts did something similar already but <laughs> yeah right say so, well, what would you what would you do in camp damn um how would resident evil be as a turn-based as a turn-based game That'd I can see it working. I can see it working. You know, there's a chance of them either biting you or hitting you, you know? And then yeah. you have always, like, you, uh, can, like change you always have initiative. Magazines you know, yeah. and, you know, special, like, you know, ammunition effects. Yeah. I can see that working. Yeah, right. Yeah. I feel like there's another game that has already done something similar in that sense. But, but like, a Resident Evil, that'd be cool. Yeah. You know? There's this game I'm trying to remember. It was it was a Resident Evil game, but it was, like, I think a Game Boy Advance game. Survival? No, it's not Survival. Gaiden? I think it was Gaiden. They're on a boat. I think it's, it's Gaiden. It's like Barry and Jill. It might have been Gaiden. I think. Yeah, I think. Was that 
turn-based? I don't remember. I, yeah, I'm trying to remember because it's really hmm. a low-quality Game Boy game. We'll have someone in the comments being like, come on, you idiots. Like, it's weird you have Resident <laughs> Evil turn-based. It's, it's like, that one. Come on. Get it and it. Ocarina of Time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if they if it was that one that they did it on. Hmm. That sounds cool on Game Boy Advance. Yeah, I played it, it once. Like chill. It was a really weird game. It's like, I don't know, it's, it's not your normal Resident Evil yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. All right. Have you guys ever seen that parody of uh, what uh, Grand Theft Auto 3 would look like as like a turn-based RPG? Kind of like Pokemon? <laughs> I think I've seen it. Yeah, you know? Because it's funny, it's like, it's eight, eight ball comes up to you, it's just like, my hand's messed up, so you better drive, brother. And you get the option, it's just like, yes or no. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know? It's like, awesome. It was like a totally like a top-down turn-based RPG. I was like, this is freaking cool. That's tight. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. This would be interesting. I'm, I'm a soft spot in my heart for turn-based games, you know? Well, a lot of people either love them or hate them, but you know like, what? You know? I know what I'm thinking about now. When you say, uh, when we were talking about, like, changing magazine and stuff, it's a game that I'm currently playing now, Residence of Fate. Oh. Mm. It's like, well, because it's not horror. No. But it's all shooting. So how, I mean, I don't know if you ever played Residence of Fate. I I'm heard sure of it. You, I'm, I'm sure, yeah, I was going to say, mm-hmm. I'm sure you've heard of it. It's a Sega game. And... It's also turn-based, but well, you so it's hard to explain how to play. Like even when you're playing it, you're like, "How the heck? <laughs> huh. This game is so weird." But it's it's very tactical and action at the same time, because you can choose um, to just you know, first of all, you have a time limit when you move, or not a time limit, but more like a um, your action bar yeah. kind of starts lowering as soon as you move. So you can kind of free roam, but not indefinitely so you can choose who to go up to and you know who who you should attack and once you attack they have a charge bar that goes around and uh the closer you are the faster that charge bar um goes up and the more the charge bar grows up the more damage you do and so you have an incentive of you know moving to that enemy and uh, while the charge bar is going up your action bar is still going down but you can also do a i don't i forget what it's called but it's an a it's a, an action where you run a certain path and you can run almost all the way across the map if you want to but the idea is to try to see if you can like attack these other guys along the way hmm. and so when you when you initiate it um, you can choose your target and you know the charge while you're running past them and you can jump up if you want to while you're running the path to kind of extend your time because it won't stop until it, you won't stop until you get to the very end so you can jump high to kind of, you know, extend oh. the time, and it charges more, and yeah. So it's <laughs> it's so hard to explain without actually playing the yeah, game. Yeah, you gotta like see it. Or yeah. Play yourself to. Even people who have played the game were just like, I do not understand this. <laughs> it took me a while. It took me a few right. battles, but I'm like, okay, I get it now. Most of the for the most part, and I need to get back on that because I still haven't finished it. So, <laughs> but yeah, that I was like, that's the game I was thinking of because you can change. Um, like, not the gun. Well, you have, yeah. I think you can equip. You can run into like with two guns, and an item. The item could be healing or grenades. Okay. And you can switch between them between turns. So per character, there's only three characters. Huh. So it's. I'm like, oh yeah. I guess it's like it would be kind of like that. Oh yeah. No. You just have a turn-based shooter. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot now, miss. Uh, that would be XCOM. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. Really like that. that's a calm. Freaking it's XCOM. Like, next uh, time he shoots, miss. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, as long as the probabilities don't lie to you, like freaking XCOM. 
Oh, you have a 98% chance. Miss. <laughs> oh, there that's you, game. <laughs> Miss. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, but you only legs. have a 10% chance of hitting. Oh, you hit. Okay, I guess. So, oh, the next one's 80%. Miss. What the? <laughs> yeah, right? No, for real, though. They want you to miss, man. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, they those, want you to miss. Those percentages are complete lies. <laughs> <laughs> They're just for show. Yeah. Just their false hopes. <laughs> oh, man. All yeah. these, all these games, yeah. Plenty of games. Um, I was gonna say, what else did they announce at Nintendo Direct? It was Trials of Mana remake, Deadly Premonition two. They had that freaking awesome trailer uh, review for Terry Bogard for uh, mm-hmm. Smash. I thought that was so good. Dude. <laughs> yeah, right? All their reviews are really good. Like I'm thinking back to when they reviewed Joker, and they made like all Persona like, and then with the with the Terry Bogard, they made like all SNK sixteen bit. Mm-hmm. Or that's 32-bit tight. graphics or something. I'm like, dude, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, oh, man, nice. And it's funny, too. Uh, if you look at, like, the comments, all these, all this back and forth between the fighting community, because, like, Smash Smash players are like, oh, man, you know, we're we're complete, legit fighting game community. And then they're like, who's Terry Bogard? I'm like, are you kidding me, dude? <laughs> <laughs> like, you, how do you not know Terry? You're, you're, you're a legitimate fighter community right you don't know terry bogart come on dude yeah he's like the snk guy like he represents snk you know he represents the snk community man yeah yeah you know they uh what if they announce like hanzo for smash for smash hanzo i don't yeah. see that happening. i'm just kidding yeah i don't think i mean Remember they may that. at most do two characters from snk like some people are getting a little too uh i don't know what the words for it it's like like, like hyped, so much hype for this news that they're like, oh man, I hope we also get like Athena and Mai, and I'm like, they're not gonna do that many SNK characters. Yeah, guys. they'll give you a couple, like, dude. Yeah, like this two Sega. Become a whole SNK game. They don't want yeah. to do that. Give I'm you like, a taste. I'm like, there's only two Sega characters, right? I think there's what um, Sonic mm-hmm. and there's somebody else. Maybe Sonic and then uh, freaking. Or maybe I'm not thinking Sega. Maybe I'm thinking of Capcom. Capcom. There's two Capcom characters. There's Mega Man and Ryu. That's probably what I'm thinking of. Yeah. So you can't expect them to release like five more SNK characters. Yeah, like, get the heck out of here, guys. Yeah. Being a little overzealous here. <laughs> hey, man. Getting, getting ahead of themselves. Really, all they announced was uh, some new Pokemon for Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um, some new stuff for Luigi's Mansion 3. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, that one's coming out. I know they showed off a pretty long trailer for Animal Crossing. Yeah, for Animal Crossing, uh, they have thing coming out. Yeah, Deadly Premonition Two. Yeah. Oh, they're bringing uh, the Star Wars uh, old Star Wars games to oh, Switch. Yeah, that's right, the yeah. Jedi Outcast. Yeah. Oh wow. You know, yeah, from the GameCube. Yeah, they're, those are good they're, games. They're, they're gonna bring the other one over too. I think like Jedi Academy. Yeah. I think that one's coming over uh, next, but they're bringing Jedi Outcast right now. Oh wow. Yeah. So yeah. they're doing those games. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's more. Yeah, there's there was more. There were there was a few more. Yeah, those are just the ones that I could pull up or, like immediately. You know. Okay. Yeah. Have you guys uh, looked into River City Girls at all? No. No. <laughs> so, re- looks getting a lot of good reviews. You guys ever played River City Ransom? Yeah. Okay. So I figured it's just like that. But. Yeah, yeah. It's made <laughs> by the WayForward people who made uh, Double Dragon Neon. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It, uh, it's seemed, it seems to be getting really good reviews right now. I pre-ordered the Collector's Edition from Limited Run. <laughs> <laughs> Got a whole bunch of games coming right now. I can be down with it. Yeah. It looks looks like a lot of fun. It yeah, right. Like my chill game. Oh, so yeah, a nice, a nice cool down game. You know? Yeah, dude. Those games are always fun. There's a uh, mm-hmm. Catherine. All my friends have been on Catherine. 
full All body. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? Including <laughs> our uh, old boss. Yeah, I noticed who, uh, that. She just, she mentioned that she just beat it yesterday, and she was, yeah, she was texting me about it. <laughs> and I was, I was like, wow, you <laughs> beat a game in under a week? Like, you actually had that time? <laughs> yeah, I was surprised. Like, I was like, damn. She's like, no, I just played the crap out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think she only had, like, four days. She only played it through the four, four days throughout the week. Oh, wow. Because, okay. you know. Mother of two kids and oh yeah, yeah. a man child. Well, <laughs> <laughs> a man child. <laughs> That's the joke. We'll talk about uh, her husband, man child. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm surprised she had the time to beat it. But yeah, she beat it. But she's gonna try to get all the other endings too. So yeah, but all my mm-hmm. friends too. It's not just her. But that's just the most recent memory because she mentioned she beat it last night, like at two thirty a.m. Oh, and, <laughs> no, nice. And like uh. But at the same time, all my other friends are like all on Catherine, and I'm just like, all right, man, I gotta, I'll play it. I'll play this on my own. I have the uh, premium edition. It's actually sitting right over there, actually. Oh, nice. <laughs> but yeah, cool. get Catherine yeah. going. Nice. That was always a good game. Where people would always buy that game and look embarrassed. I'm like, why are you embarrassed playing Catherine, man? Yeah, I'd be more play- embarrassed playing Final Fantasy X. Two, Ten Two. The intro, <laughs> that intro, man. <laughs> that intro, though. I I played the first time I played Ten Two. I was like, I was by myself in the living room, and it was like, it was actually like 1 or 2 a.m. Nobody around me, but I still felt like really embarrassed watching that damn intro. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm like, I swear I'm not watching a Britney Spears concert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? like, oh my God. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess that's it, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, no. We, can cut, we can cut it right here. You know, we we can come out of the uh, the, the bonus episode, you know? <laughs> this pop, is actually this oh, is actually probably our longest bonus points. episode. Yeah, right? It's so, a good yeah. bonus episode. Yeah, well, thanks again for joining us for this one, NCAP. Thank you for having me, guys. Yeah.